There is nothing wrong with your internet. Do not attempt to adjust your settings. We are controlling the podcast. We control the squealing and the screams. We can make your heart flutter, your eyes blur from tears, or sharpen your mind to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit back. We are in control of what you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your settings. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Welcome to the Star Power Podcast on the Fangirl Zone, a podcast where we discuss Stargirl on the CW channel. I am Cosmic Staff Dave. And I'm Sean Fangirl S. And tonight we'll be discussing episode 10 of season 2 of Stargirl. Steve is lost in the Shadowlands this week. We're hoping <laughs> to get him back by next week. Hope he's wearing the right uniform down there. Ah, uh, there's all sorts of stuff happening. I'm starting to be a little worried. <clears throat> he could be wearing his Doctor Fate underoos. <laughs> Why now? Why now? I have questions. What did you think of this episode? Um, gosh, got a loaded question. You really tricked me on that one. <laughs> no, I. <laughs> You know, it didn't. wasn't one of those that just blew you away. I mean, the ending blew you away. And I hope it leads to other things that I've been trying to predict. But, uh, yeah, it was okay. You know, there were some things that I do the eye roll on, you know. Uh, Courtney's mad at Pat. And how could you? And, like, like we said before, I mean, how could he? I mean, you've all had secrets. Even when you resolve not to have secrets, you still had secrets. But you did bring a, a good uh, point up about Yolanda, so maybe the ball is in Pat's court. What did you think? I was a little surprised with what ended up happening. And I'm wondering how much was true with our quote-unquote question mark ally for this episode. So yeah. I'm starting to be like, wow, this is this like... It seemed like things were starting to get a little better. And then I also feel like, crap, now who are they adding to this whole mix? Because, like, we got another bad guy happening? Cheese and rice. I don't know if I can keep up with this. Well, Shay may be bad, but he's not evil. Oh. Uh, he, he, I uh, don't know, because with <laughs> what happened this episode, he may have not officially done it himself. He's just an, another one of the long list that uh, decides to deceive somebody else. In this case, Barbara. I think he was truly sorry, but he's more important to himself <laughs> than anyone else. It's him first. Oh, my God. But I wouldn't be surprised if he comes back and wants to help. I hope he he turns around because, I don't know, this was not that great. Like, the ending with him, it just it felt so wrong. Well, he was leaking smoke, so he had to do something. And even though he was lying there, you know, all weakened and sad and talking on to Emily, his dear sister, it was all an act. That's even what he, I wasn't sure about. I honestly... all, yeah, it was all an act. Uh, he had to sell it in order to uh, turn things in his favor. That just really irks me then, because I, I was like, okay, is that real? Is that who he is without his power? But if you're thinking it was all just an act, it's like, well, that's sad. Yeah. 
He's she bad. No. I was like, okay, look at this. All right, maybe. Nope. <laughs> well, Pat was right, though, too. He looked right at him and said, nope, nope. He's just trying to manipulate us. He was right. Yeah. Turns out he was right. Pat doesn't get a lot of credit. I don't think he's been the strongest character this year, but uh, this season. He was right about him, though. He's just trying to manipulate people, and sure enough, he did. Well, if you had to rate, even though we're not rating, <laughs> what would you give it, Dave? Oh, I'd give it uh, three and a half to four, you know, Grundy apple tosses. <laughs> okay. All right. So, episode 10 was titled Chapter 10 of yeah. Summer School. I know. Clever. They're going out there. And the little tiny synopsis I found was Courtney is left devastated after discovering a dark secret that Pat has kept hidden from her. Jenny may be able to help in their plans to stop Eclipso, but they're forced to put their issues aside as they set out on a road trip to find her. Road trip. Yeah, I thought that was going over just awesome. So, since Steve's here, we were changing it up a little bit. So we're going to talk a little bit about it, but we're going to really do more our top moments. So, Dave, why don't you take it away with what you thought your top moments were for this episode? Are we doing top moments? I thought we were freewheeling it from our no, notes. No, we can do all of it. Uh, uh, I had a to- Actually, I thought about a couple of top moments that I liked and disliked at the same time. I, I liked that the shade lied. I mean, I also dislike Eli. I feel bad for Barbara, you know, but it was good for the story and the narrative. I like that. You got to move it on. He has to be a player and he has to be a bad guy, too, even though I I sincerely think he really does want to help somewhere in his soul. And uh, you know what I didn't like? I didn't like that uh, Starman put that six pack (laughs) in the beer and the opener on the hood of that car. That was my car right at the beginning. Like, Get that crap off my polished car, you <laughs> jerk. Seriously. Oh, yeah. Anybody who I think puts the work in to a car yeah. like that would not be like, um, uh, what, what are you doing? What? I know. That's mad enough at it as he is. I brought you to a murder. And now he's wrecking, he's putting scratches and dents in his car. All I have to do is just roll the beer down and let it spill beer all the way across the hood. Oh, my God. <laughs> I have to say one of my first moments that I weirdly took from this was when the shade comes crashing into the to the um kitchen. Yeah. I all I keep thinking is, you know, whatever contractor is gonna come in to fix that is gonna be like, I don't know what you did, but cha ching. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. I notice they still have the burn mark across the kitchen. Making food on the, and there's a burn mark. I'm like, Pat, you couldn't rub that out or something. <laughs> Put some new wallpaper out and get to make Mike do everything. Paint something, yeah. But that counter is gone. Like that one, that island is just done. Yeah. I, uh, you know, I, I was watching it on our main TV. I don't know what I had it set to, but I thought he dropped in a box. I'm like, did he drop in a box into the kitchen? And when I watched it on my iPad, it's a lot brighter, and I can see that he just crashed through the uh, the island there in the kitchen. Not his best entrance. No, no, not very graceful. I will have to say to you, with Beth coming over with the whole "I'll protect you" after she pretty much politely told her parents off. Um, 
I was like really cracking up with that. Like, I, I don't know how else to say it because, you know, her parents are like, um, we need to talk. And she's like, yeah, no, you wanted me to get friends. I feel yeah. like it was very much with our live long and prosper from another show that we just had. She's got one of the stronger uh, character arcs in the show. At least it, it's taken its time and it makes sense and it's organic. And we follow her through her, you know, trials and triumphs and, She's finally standing up for herself, and she's not just that silly smile, even though we saw the silly smile when she showed up uh, to see Mike as her his protector. At least she, yeah, she's she's maturing, and she told her parents, like, yeah, you guys work out your stuff. I got my own. Yes, and I just agree dumbfounded. with that. Because, like, most of them we've talked before, you know, Courtney is so hot and cold. She's, she's yeah. like, I'm listening. I will be right on this with you. And then suddenly she's pouting and, you know, throwing her hands up. And we have, um, oh my God, our man. Why am I blinking on his name? Rick. Thank you. <laughs> Rick, who his temper really swings. Yolanda, we haven't seen in a few episodes now. You know, she's exactly. dealing with everything. But mm-hmm. Beth, at least. Like you said, really strong. Like she is growing as a person, not just as the quote unquote superhero. So I'm digging the way she is progressing. And it's not, you know, hurry up and show that she's jumped ahead and she can suddenly do all this amazing computer stuff and blah, 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 blah. No, this is steps, which I feel is really needed. Yeah. Everybody's met their personal crises on this show, but not everyone handles it that well. But oddly enough, Beth is the one that's handled it the best. Yes, I have to agree. Next on my notes, I've got uh, Courtney pulls the Yolanda card, <laughs> which kind of makes sense. We were talking about, we touched on it earlier, about uh, when they're they're taking their road trip, and she's mad at Pat for not telling the truth, even though they never tell each other the truth. But she did say that uh, if you had told us, um, I could have related that to Yolanda, and Yolanda wouldn't have you know, suffered through all that guilt about being the first one to kill somebody, then when the answer is somebody already did it. You know? That probably would have helped a lot. That was a little painful, too, just watching that moment. Because you can just see Pat's face. Like, you have no idea how I felt with that happening. Because, obviously, you know, there's no way to show her everything that happened. Yeah. So, said, I thought that was rough. It was, it was odd. His explanation to her in the car... Well, he, at first he said something that made sense. I didn't want you to look at me in a, you know, a different way. But she asked him straight out, what did you do? And he goes, it's what I didn't do. No, it's okay to tell her what you, you did. You voted against it. But he didn't say that, which was like, I thought that was really odd. Just say, just say it. Don't dance around it. Yeah, that, that had kind of a, a Harry Potter feel to me where it's like, only one will die tonight. It's like, no, just tell him. I'm not here to kill you. I'm here to kill a rat. You know, yeah. it's like yeah. kind of the same thing. It's like, no, I was adamant against it and I was outvoted. And the Justice yeah. League back in the day, or JSA, I'm sorry, they were total jerks. <laughs> it's like, I'm still not over that from the other episode. Yeah. How they treated him. I'm sorry. That was horrible. Oh, uh, if I can skip back, what did you think of the whole um, your family is chosen thing? I, I, I wonder if there's a hint in there. Well, choosing your family, we're going to see that in the upcoming episodes. Uh, really, you can't. Naturally, you can't choose your family. Your family is your family, but you can choose your friends, and maybe that's what he meant. 
And it certainly uh, worked to get Pat back. But uh, I think there's a, there's a hint in there somewhere about choosing your family. Maybe I think that's going to come into play with Jenny and her brother. Oh, yeah? How so? Well, obviously they were separated. And the way it was playing out at the hospital, which it just seems to be like some bad guy's experiment. Dr. Bones, <laughs> whoever that is. <clears throat> I wonder if they're introducing somebody for season three. It, for a because they're already throwing in, like I said, this next big bad is... You know, who's doing things to kids and now is interested that there's a twin sister. I wonder if, uh, at first I thought they would keep Todd in a, like a dark closet. I'm like, why would they keep <laughs> Obsidian, Jenny's brother, in a dark closet? They'd probably keep him in a room that's showered with lights so he can't use his powers at all. It's like 24-7 spotlights on him, which must be pure torture, but that's just a tinfoil hat theory. See, I'm thinking that he said, or they threw that line in there about picking your family because Jenny is going to realize, okay, I'm the Green Lantern. I'm going to work with the JSA kids, basically. Mm -hmm. And her brother, whatever this guy is doing, has turned him like against, I don't want to say against the family because they've been apart for so long, but he's not going to choose Jenny over whatever this guy's been doing to him. Like, he's going to think, no, 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 this is where I am. I live here now kind of thing. I'm hoping you, I'm wrong. You might be kind of insane. I'm hoping you're wrong. <laughs> if that's the case, we could be in big trouble because you said that's like some serious power and we might need him to get Dr. Midnighter back. Not to mention anybody else that might be lurking in the Shadowlands now. I don't know what. The, I know. I just know the, the people at my local comic book store are afraid they can't wrap it up. How many episodes are left? Two? Well, yeah, this was 10. Yeah, I think there's only 12 this season. Or 12, maybe 13. At least you said 13. So maybe there's three left, but still, they have a long road to cover. Yeah, that's a lot to fit into, what, three, three episodes. minute, <laughs> 44 minute skin, hours. Yeah, skate over anything like, oh, yeah, here's Todd, blah, blah, blah. Because they've been guilty of that before. Oh, there are 13 episodes, so. Okay. <clears throat> hopefully, we'll get three to go. I don't know. I, I don't know, because introducing that other big bad, which, like you said, that could be going into episode or season three, I'm sorry. So maybe not so bad there. But really, that nurse ratchet. Really <laughs> season, but we may not see him at all. I feel like it's going to be cliffhanger-esque, like the yeah, last yeah, me too. 20 minutes of the last episode. I know some people think, well, this is going to be like a mid-season and they'll just pick it up next time. I go, they don't do mid-seasons. <laughs> this isn't The Walking Dead. I'm not going to be yeah. back in three months. I wish we, we would get, like, the long seasons we used to get for some of these shows. Because, holy cow, waiting almost a year for things to come back. Yeah. Oh, it's so hard. So, speaking of the Shadowlands, uh, at least Dr. Midnight was able to impart to Beth that he was dragged into the Shadowlands. <laughs> And he was actually, it was a botched rescue. That's the new part. I, I thought he would have rescued him and left him there. But he thinks, uh, Dr. McNider seems to think that it, uh, it was a botched rescue, but he was trying to rescue him. He said he did give Shade uh, the well, not an opportunity, he, the, uh, an out that wasn't all bad or evil, and that he was trying to save him. But he just, <laughs> he just ended up <laughs> in the Shadowlands, bummer. So was that yours or Steve's theory? I couldn't remember. That was my theory. I thought from okay. the beginning that it was a rescue. 
I don't know if it was a botched rescue, but it was it was definitely a rescue. So that nope. hey, one thing has played out. So I don't know. Dave's been pretty good now because there was something else that you had totally like guessed right. It's like uh oh, I think somebody needs to go buy lottery tickets. <laughs> well, as I, as I always tell my wife, I'm the man. <laughs> I am wondering, too, with Jenny, now that she's kind of sort of back with the team. Now, first, my question for her was, okay, they're going to find her because Pat was following weird stuff happening, green fire. Yeah. (laughs) But it's like, okay, is she going to be back like together? And then my second question regarding Jenny was, how the hell did she find the JSA outpost? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I wish I had an answer for that. Pat goes, I know where I would go, but how would you know? Right. It's like, oh, does does the ring just automatically give you a little map? Like, go here. <clears throat> follow the little dots. What What are you doing? How did that happen? I think part of her problem is uh, she has that fire of the star heart burning inside her when she embodies it. And the only way she can invoke it is to put on the ring. I don't think she wears the ring. If she, if she uh, had worn the ring, she wouldn't have burned those two places down where Pack and read it in the newspaper. Green fire. Oh, wasn't she wearing the ring when they were at that hospital? Or no, when she, her <laughs> eyes were getting all... I don't, I'm not sure about that. I know she only wore the ring when they t- decided to get to put the diamond back together. Oh, I don't, okay. I don't think she wears the ring. I think, she, I think the only time she, they needed her to focus on it, it something is you put the ring on and do it. I wish they explained that explicitly. I wish Pat said, you need to wear that all the time so you can focus. Just, otherwise, she just burns with rage. I mean, they just brought up some bad memories and her, her eyes started to glow green. And <laughs> funny thing was, Courtney just sitting there like, oh, poor girl. Pat, in the meantime, is like, oh, my gosh, she's going to burn this place down. Right. And she's like, I try to remember everything you taught me. It's like, well, yeah. obviously, you're not doing a great job. Just saying. Not the best of jobs mm. here, Jenny. So, what do you think is going to happen with Jenny? Is she going to be with us? Is she not? Especially with what happened at the end of the episode? Or do you think she's just going to freak out and run? No, I don't think she's going to freak out and run. I think they reintroduced her and she's going to finish out the season <clears throat> and hopefully be in next season, too. It could be, you know, I want her brother to go into the Shadowlands and rescue everyone, but he might be too crazy for that right now. And it's getting late in the season. Uh, maybe Jenny will find a good use for green light and go into the Shadowland herself and rescue uh, Courtney and tinfoil hat theory. Cindy. I feel like Cindy's going to somehow be redeemed. Although it was rough after seeing some of the stuff that happened, but I don't think she deserved to be like, she has to be there. She she can't be dead. Everyone's like, oh, she's off the show. She's not, she's dead. I'm like, well, not anymore, because that would mean Courtney's off the show now, too, and the name of the show is Stargirl, so I guess that's not happening. Yeah, that would be weird. It's like, okay, nobody's safe. We're gonna red wedding everything here. They're gonna, uh, gonna, they're gonna have to run into her. <clears throat> you said that Cindy's redeemable. She did call out to Courtney when she was getting sucked into her personal black hole. Courtney, Courtney, Courtney. No, like she's a friend. And at, at one point they were kind of friends, and at least very least classmates. You know, so when she was at her lowest moment, she called out to her as a friend. So I think there's a certain amount of her to redeem. Well, do we want to see her redeemed? Eh, I don't know. I want to see her grow her, her shivs back. <sighs> yeah, that, I'm still, like, cringing thinking about that getting snapped out. It's like, oh, God. <laughs> at least nothing squirted it out when they were snapped. Uh-huh. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> yeah, I think Courtney has a chance 
to save Cindy somehow. They're going to connect in the Shadow Realm or whatever. Yeah, I think so. But whoever's going to help them, this would be a great time to actually introduce Midnighter, like, face-to-face, not just, you know, kind of weird shadowy guy. He was very the spirit. I wonder if he's just... Time doesn't pass. I wonder if time passes differently there in the uh, Shadowlands, because that's a long time to be wandering around, wondering where everybody is. You know? Would you grow old and die of despair, being all alone? Or maybe just think it's only been a minute. I'm going to think of it like anime rules when you end up in, like, purgatory or something like that. But, yeah, it time passes different. And it's like, you're dealing with a whole lot, in a, but it's a very like small amount of time that you're thinking it's happening. I'm so so. <laughs> I know that could make you crazy too. Who knows? Yeah, so I've got two theories about who's going into Shadowlands. It's either going to be, well, originally it was going to be Todd as Obsidian, but now I wonder if they're just going to use Jenny and her green flame and the power ring to get in there. Either that, or well, the third option, of course, is uh, the Shade himself. He's got all his power back. He certainly seemed triumphant. They're gonna have, he's going to have to work with somebody to get everyone out because, like, like I said, the name of the show was Stargirl. They're not going to leave her in some black hole. Well, my thought is, and this is playing off something that you had said previously, that Barbara, because he, he apologized to her, I'm so sorry, Barbara, as yeah. he leaves, that yep. somehow Barbara is related to him and it's going to trigger some kind of power and she's going to actually go in and get Courtney. Wow. And possibly everybody else that got sucked into the weird 19, <laughs> I don't know, 40s diner. Who knows what's happening? Yeah. yeah. Barbara saves the day. She finally gets something to do. At one point, she just sit next to the uh, couch while he was leaking smoke. And she says, looking across the carpet. Oh, like, go feed the dog or something. <laughs> I think she was, like, thinking deep thoughts. I don't know. But yeah. I, I get it. She looked like. Okay, now what do I do? It's like she had to digest what he told her, and what he told her was a lie. So he he worked her. Do you think that name was not his sister then, but actually his daughter? I don't think it was his daughter. His sister, yes, it is long past, but not his daughter. But he keeps saying a name, doesn't he? Like when he was really weak and like whispering to her. Yeah, Emily. Do you think it was that long of a con? Think so. Or he's giving it, just it enough of the truth. It seems that way. Yeah. Hmm. That's interesting. There has to be a connection, though. I, I. Well, one of my other theories was that when the Shade met up with Starman right after the funeral, they walked behind a tree and disappeared. And I think a different Starman, one that's willing to kill, came out on the other side. And now we see this one now that's looking for everybody. And I don't know. I think <laughs> going even further down that tinfoil hat branch out in the tree is that. He's the true father to uh, Courtney. And Barbara's the mother, although she, for some reason she has no re- recollection. They never explained to us who the father was. I just think it's this other Starman that's come back. And not the killer Starman. I mean, yeah, they said, oh, this is your dad. But, I mean, that guy was a super <laughs> jerk. <laughs> Let's hope that really wasn't Courtney's dad. Yeah, I don't think so. Well, all we can do is wait and see. Yeah, now, did well, you have... Any more thoughts on this episode? Because this was, like, crazy. And then the preview for next episode, it's like, what? I don't think I saw that, but uh, I, I I know how... I like that Louise Love, the head nurse. We never called him Mr. Bones. Who knows if that's good? Then uh, Mike is inside the robot, as as we predicted. 
because he wants to fix it, although I'd rather see him in a little mini robot. That would be hilarious. <laughs> but he hears about the pink sky, that, that look that goofball guy is on the radio. He must work 24-7. He says, you got to look at these pink lightning bolts. And sure enough, uh, <laughs> he goes, Thunderbolt, uh. I and, almost forgot about that and the giant yeah. gingerbread house that we yeah. had. Who knows what that poor kid uh, wished for, but obviously <laughs> included candy canes, gumdrops, and a gingerbread house. I love the, the people who are like, what is that? I don't know, a gumdrop? It's like, yeah, I know. never seen a gumdrop? What is wrong with you? But It, it would be difficult to resist not sticking your finger on it <laughs> and trying to take the lick. You do it. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> Well, we might have the JSA really coming together. I'm waiting to see Dr. Fate pops up somehow. Oh, God. I was just on the internet, and I saw a Dr. Fate t-shirt, and I like, I only have like 600 t-shirts already, but it looks so cool. <laughs> but it ended. I don't know how Pat's going to explain this to Barbara. You know, I didn't see the previews. Do you, do you see uh, Courtney in the previews for next week? Yes. In the preview, Courtney's talking to Cindy. It's like a weird, like I said, 40s, 50s version of the town. Weird. Yes, because she walks in a diner and they're like, hi. How are you? (laughs) Like super upbeat. Oh my gosh. I'm like, are we in the Twilight Zone kind of thing? I guess it is. And that's not too far from the truth. They are in some type of Twilight Zone. Maybe how things started. What's the name of the town? Blue. Blue Valley. Blue Ridge. Huh? Blue Valley, right? Blue Valley, yeah. Maybe uh, when they get together, they'll go back to a time where everything started and go downhill for Blue Valley, and that's where they'll be launched to. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Well, we would love to hear your thoughts on each and every episode this season. Our deadline for feedback is 6 p.m. Eastern every Friday during the season. You can send your feedback via email or audio to contact us at fangirlzone.com. Please review and rate us on iTunes and any other platform that you use for your podcast with good ratings and reviews that helps other fans of the show find us. Tell your friends, and I hope you're enjoying our podcast, and don't forget to check out the other great Fangirl Zone podcasts. You can check all those out over at www.fangirlzone.com. You can check out our contacts page with all the ways to get a hold of us, because it's so much easier that way. We try to live tweet the show as often as possible, so look for us while you're tweeting Stargirl. And... Any of the other shows that you might like to watch, you know, like uh, Mandalorian and the Mudhorn Landcast, <laughs> you might want to check them out. But it's spooky season, so we have plenty of things coming out for our spooky season, too. Don't forget to check those out. And for this episode of the Star Power Podcast, I am Sean Fangirlas, and uh, I am here to save you. <laughs> Good. This is Cosmic Staff Dave. They better not botch my ritual because I don't want to have an empty vessel. 